A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode returning guest again, Drum McNaughton from the United States of America. Drum, very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you, Paul. Good to be back with you again. And uh, listeners, what we thought we'd talk about on this uh, insightful influencers slot is around, well, what made, well, there's many things, as you know, we're going to be talking about, because that's our way on these podcasts. But, you know, there's many things, isn't there, that makes an influencer or, you know, kind of ends up at that label, if we can call it a label. So what I'd like to do is, is build upon the first two episodes that Drum and I have done and kind of bring things to a, to a conclusion, irrespective of what label uh, we have in life, uh, you know, whether we're an unsung hero, a young game changer or an insightful influencer, and see what the commonality is. So, um, yeah, let's go on a voyage of discovery, uh, Drum, and see where it takes us. That sounds good to me. Okay, so any initial thoughts around, let's, let's single out those two words, Drum, insightful influences. I mean, okay, what does, it, what does that mean to you? You know, it can mean a whole host of things, Paul. Uh, insightful. You know, breaking them down into to two words, insightful means, you know, you, you see things from a different way than other people may see them. You know, your frame of reference, your mental model is, is different to, to refer back to, to words we used in the previous episode. And then influencer is someone who, you know, hate the double redundancy or department of redundancy department, but an influencer, someone who influences others through their speech, through their actions, through their podcasts, through, you know, what they do, how they interact. You know, we talked briefly at the last episode about change yourself and you'll change millions. Well, in that, that respect, everyone is an influencer. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the questions, uh, not questions, but one of the remarks I consistently, or no, I'm going to change my word, semi-consistently get fed back is, yeah, but I'm not a world game changer. That's a big statement. It's true, Drum, though. We are all influences in our own way. We're all game changers. Maybe it's modesty, conditioning, but we kind of reject that what we initially perceive as that elevated label. But is it, is, it, is it true? I mean, for me, it's massively true. Every single person on this, on this planet is an influencer. May not be in a positive way. I don't know. That's not for me to judge. Um, but we're all world game changers. Any thoughts around any of that, Drew? Well, I would say you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, and, and a story comes to mind years ago, I was late for a meeting and I took a look, you know, I was crossing a street. I, I had the red do not cross, but I looked left and I looked right and there was nothing, no one going. So I decided to walk across the street 
you know, partway through, I looked over and there's a young kid, you know, maybe six or seven following me across the road. And it's like, whoa, I influenced that person by going against a red light. Does he have the the wherewithal, does he have the knowledge, the experience to know that I looked left, I looked right, and I made a, a calculated decision that I was safe to do it? I would guess probably not. He just saw an older person doing it and saying, well, he, if he can do it, I can do it. There's, there's an example of being an influencer, not necessarily in a positive way. Mm, absolutely. You know, and isn't, isn't the world and history drawn littered, literally littered with examples of what, you know, what you might call positive and negative um, examples of, you know, people that have influenced the world. Um, you know, just take the average, dare I say, the average person in the street. He or she will have a view on, on politics, maybe, for, for just one example of, you know, whether those in the red corner are good or those in the blue corner are good, to use a British example, or whether those with the yellow stroke orange colour in the middle, you know. So there's all kind of, oh, you know, this whole concept of influence, um, it comes into question, doesn't it? And this whole subjective, we look at the world through our own lens, don't we? And that's going to influence how we influence others. You're absolutely right. You know, we do look at it from our own perspective. And, you know, one of the things that I, that I looked at in my doctoral studies was I studied the decision-making processes of executives who meditate. And people who meditate generally see things from a different perspective. You know, you can say it right. You can say it a higher perspective, you know, more evolved perspective, whatever. It's just a different perspective. And one of the things that that the folks there said was, you know, we were talking about ethics and how to make ethical decisions. And, and this person, you know, his belief was that we're all one people. We're all one. And so he said, how can I do something unethical when I'm just hurting myself, my larger self? And it's like, you stop and think about it. The very act of making decisions causes the law of cause and effect to go into motion. Well, that's not a bad thing, but are you helping or are you hurting? Each person's path is so unique and so different. What may be good for you may not be good for someone else. It's it's not as black and white, cut and dried as people would think. Mm. And to go back uh, to something that we both alluded to um, in, in, this, in this particular episode about how we've reinforced that that kind of change comes within. And, you know, and I'd use the example of, you know, looking through the world through dark glasses so the world, everything seems dark. But I just want to put this influence theme into a different context. You know, using the colours of red and blue, say within a, a sports or a, a football scenario. Um, so there's a big cup final, for example. Let's use let's use Manchester United and Manchester City. One plays in blue, one plays in red. Um, and the score is 1-0. Doesn't matter who to. One of the teams wins 1-0 in the cup final. 
Now, of that 100,000 people, what well, used to be the capacity at Wembley, so let's use that for ease of maths, 100,000 people, listeners, are in that stadium. And half of them are from the blue side of Manchester and half are from the red side of Manchester. Now, the result is 1-0. doesn't matter to which team. Isn't it true, Drum, that one half of that crowd are going to be absolutely elated and the other half of that crowd are going to be absolutely dejected? They'll have both, both sets will have been at the same game, seeing the same result, but that influence... Now, the moral of this story is, and I think it's got a direct bearing on this theme of influences, is the result is the result is the result. The only power it has is the power that we choose to give it. Yeah, very, very true. It's, you know, you know, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with it. Mm. Like the old saying, so what? Now what? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the more we gain, you know, to go back to the word insight, the more we gain insights of, is it too simplistic, don't say the rules of the game of life? You know, it's a phrase that I've certainly coined on more than one occasion for myself, because I do believe, and I've said this before, listeners, time and time and time again, that life is a very, very, very simple game. But boy, do we complicate it as human beings. And I speak from experience that spent decades in that chaotic confused state um before i managed to uh yeah straighten out the spaghetti i think is probably the, the best way to describe it <laughs> well spag spaghetti is straight until you boil it <laughs> yeah so um so insightful influences um i want to bring in quote from one of my previous mentors, um, a gentleman by the name of Richard Gerber. And Richard's been on uh, and mixed with some very um, elevated company, including the former president of the United States, uh, a certain Barack Obama, and Nobel Peace Prize winners, and some very eminent, what the world might judge, very eminent people. And one of the things that Richard speaks passionately about is this common trait of these, what the world yet again might judge as the great and the good. He said they all have a common trait and it's childlike curiosity. Any thoughts around, I love that term, right? childlike curiosity. What does that conjure up to you? It just it's a it's a, a quest for knowledge, a quest for understanding. But is this something? Yeah, okay. So you and I, as dare I say, twenty-four plus something people, is our quest for knowledge going to be different to that of say a young child, you know, like the young fellow you mentioned earlier on that followed you over the crossing, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years of age, well, yeah, a young person, because there's something in my humble opinion indefinable about that childlike cure, they don't get despondent the way we tend to, and I'm generalising now obviously, um, as inverted commas, older people. Yeah, you've got a point there, Paul. It's I I think what you're what you're touching on is something 
that can be well explained by Indian philosophy is you do your best you can and you give the results to God. If you have an expectation around the results, then you're not doing it for a selfless reason. You're doing it for selfish reasons, i.e. you want a particular outcome to happen. And it's not necessarily going to happen. That childlike innocence, that childlike quest for knowledge comes with the willingness to do what it is to gain the knowledge or do what it is and not worry about what the results are. The, you know, if someone's disappointed, it's because they have an expectation around the results that were going to happen. But if you're doing it with no expectation of results, how can you be disappointed? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'll, I'll add a little bit of a wry smile there, John, when you were speaking around, you know, an Indian uh, saying um, kind of prompted me to, um, to think about this one from, I think it was from a, a Sioux tribe, when they said the longest journey you will ever take is from your head to your heart. Very true. Mm. Yeah. So very true. Using that drum, this head versus heart, if versus even the right uh, context, makes it sound like an either or. But you know, in terms of becoming um, wearing this badge, hat, label called insightful influencer. Where's that going to be dominated most by the head or the heart, or is it a dance between the two? Yes. <laughs> to, all, to all three. Yes, it is. You know, when you, when you take a look at the, um, you know, the, the, the Bible, you know, for example, it says in, in the Bible, it says, uh, you know, what is the first of all the commandments? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And it's talking about heart and mind, soul, strength. Mm. You know, it is learning how to love completely, whether it's loving God, loving your fellow man, your wife, your children, whatever. We're here to learn unconditional love and unconditional friendship. And that comes as a balance of the heart and the head. You know, you take a look and, and again, I, I, I go back to Eastern philosophy. You know, when God created man and woman, he created man with, with reason uppermost and feeling hidden. With woman, feeling is uppermost and reason is hitting. It doesn't, hidden. It doesn't mean that they both don't have reason and feeling. One is just to, to make this show the way it is. You have to be able to use both of them in balance. and some would argue that the purpose of marriage is for the woman to bring out the feeling in man and for the man to bring out the, the reason in woman. Now, that is a very simplistic way of looking at it, but that is a one possible interpretation of the Bible. And I know the, the Bhagavad Gita and other texts have similar, similar uh, passages and, and similar interpretations. 
Mm, I like what you said there. Is that that's uh, what that conjures up for me? Is that that masculine feminine dance, that beautiful dance that takes place between, you know, to create that um, yin and yang. Mm-hmm. It is, and it and it's a it's a beautiful thing, and it it teaches us unconditional love and unconditional friendship, which for me means. You know, you're going to be my friend regardless of what you do. It doesn't mean that I'm going to put up with abuse. I may end up loving you or being your friend from afar, but I will always love you and I will always want the best for you. Yeah, that brings in um, that detachment, you know, from the, the behavior. I don't accept your behavior because I've got boundaries, but I can separate that you'll be, you know, let's, let's kind of paint a bit of a graphic picture from, you know, maybe refer to someone's despicable behavior. That was appalling. How dare you? Why did you? Et cetera, et cetera. But it still doesn't stop you loving them from that yeah. perspective. It, yeah. It, it's kind of like a friend of mine told me years ago, bless that soul, bless that soul, bless that soul. Keep them away from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's this whole, as I say, this the creativity. So what part do you think that? I mean, I love that word, creativity. What part does creativity play in our lives? If we have aspiration, I mean, do we have aspirations of becoming? You know, is it a conscious thing? Oh, I want to be an insightful influence. I mean, I'm playing a, you know, I'm playing this on a bit now, listeners, because I don't think any of us set out with that. Maybe we do. I don't know. Who am I to judge? But with that, I want to wear that badge called Insightful Influencer. What are some of the stepping stones that's gonna that's gonna take me there? And if if you know if we could use that creative example that I've used there, John, then surely creativity is a big big stepping stone in all our lives to be able to communicate to reach people and ultimately to be able to influence them. And I'm going to put in brackets at the end from a place of love, because that's the discerning factor, isn't it? Well, it should be. But the question is, is it a love of others or love of self mm. or both? You know, if, if you're striving to be an influencer because you need the attention for yourself. I mean, you see this all the time on Facebook or Instagram or the, you know, social media sites, you know, people are lamed, labeled influencers. Oh, come see the latest makeup tips or, you know, whatever. It's like, okay, you know, you're an influencer in your own way, but it's not about influencing for the greater good. Although many people could argue it would be, uh, to me, that is more of someone wanting attention for themselves. A true influencer is there to support others, help others grow. And they're looking for their own, you know, someone else's growth versus their own. And through that growth and through that selfless service, they are able to influence. It's like when I give you a gift, if I give you a gift of, a, you know, some sort of present, you know, whatever it may be, or a gift of myself, if I'm expecting something in return, 
is it really a gift or is it an obligation? Versus if I give you something, if I give you a compliment, I'm not looking for a compliment back. It's because I believe what you did was very valuable. That's the difference between unconditional versus conditional. It kind of brings in that expectation that you spoke about earlier, doesn't it? If I, you know, you give me something and expect something back or vice versa. Well, I've said it. There is that expectation that, oh, OK, I didn't get anything back after all. Oh, he's not. Yeah. He's, he's not a good fella. I thought I thought he was different from that. I thought he was different from that. So I want to. Yeah, I want to build on that. Drum. I thought. Is it true? certainly is in my world, um, or does it make it right, makes it in my world, that what we think, you know, who am I? Going back to that to that thread, who am I? Is it is it true from the, with most of us, we have this concept of who we think we are, but that belies the fact that, or does it? I ask this a question rather than force it as a statement of who we truly are. That is the $64,000 question. And we talked a little bit about it in the first thing. You know, if you know your true purpose, then you know who you are. If you know who you are, you know your true purpose. It's a chicken and an egg thing. Now, scientists have come up and said you have to have an egg before you have a chicken. But, you know, it, it, again, it goes back to that thing is. What is your purpose? Who are you? When you understand who you are, you'll understand what your purpose is. And it's that challenging and that simple. Yeah, absolutely. The paradoxes of life, the paradoxes of life. And, you know, and, and really, I would I would say to you, Paul, that there is no paradox in life when you get to a certain point and you understand how the game is play, what your purpose is, who you truly are. At that point, it becomes very simple to understand. But getting to that point, we have to unlearn mental models. We have to unlearn belief systems and whatever to truly realize what the game is, who we are, and what our purpose is. Mm, okay. I shall let that one soak. I shall let that one soak. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so on this, this curiosity, this, um, this creativity, this, let, let's focus in on this word. Because um, we spoke quite a lot on the previous two uh, episodes around values, didn't we? So I just want to kind of play childlike, curiously, with a simple, simple, I wouldn't call it exercise, that makes it uh, sound kind of quite heavy. But, you know, one of the things also, listeners, that Drum and I have sp is, spoke about quite a lot is these mind models how for the convenience of our mind, you know, to lump things together in a nice, tidy, organized box. We create, we create things like acronyms, for example. I just want to play for a couple of moments, um, if we may, around the change acronym in terms of how we can put those. So let's try and come up with six values 
that are related to being an insightful influencer that would contribute towards that within the six letters of C-H-A-N-G-E. Let's just, you know, for a bit of fun, see where that takes us. Any, um, any starters on the C, John? I, I have no clue at all, Paul. Okay. <laughs> well, this is where I shoot myself in the foot, listeners, because I've got three for the C. So I'm getting off to a flyer, but the train will very soon come to a halt. So I offer you on the sea compassion. I offer you creativity. I offer you choice. All things valid considerations, would you say, drawn to being part and parcel of, of a, mm -hmm. if you're if you're if you're talking about you know, of course, you have to look at what level of change are you looking at? Are you looking at individual? Are you looking at teams or groups? You're looking at organizational or are you looking at national or global? But yeah, those those work. Yeah. So I move on to the H and this is where things start tapering down. Happiness. Hope. Now we're down to two. That's it. I can't, you know, and I, it's very unusual, listeners, because being in the moment with with a podcast and in a podcast dance is exactly that. You know, there's very little prior preparation done. As you, as you know, you know, listen, we're 300, nearly 360 episodes in. They're in the moment. You know, sometimes the words are fluffed and, you know, things don't go quite to plan. That's great, because isn't that a reflection of true life? You know, somebody said to me, Paul, uh, there was a cat knocked a milk bottle over while we was talking. Is your team going to edit that out? No, they're not. Or the postman rang the doorbell. Oh, we don't want that on there. Yes, we do. It's real. It reflects real life. Happiness and hope. Any thoughts around that, John? No, I think that that covers it. Okay. A. Now I'm down to one. So we go down to three, down to two, down to one. Awareness. For me, the starting point for everything we do in life. Yeah, I buy, I buy that one for sure. Right. Now then, listeners, we're down to a big fat zero for N. I can't think of anything with N. <laughs> I can. Negativity. Absence of negativity. Okay. Negativity. G gratitude well i was thinking more golf but that you know gratitude works okay and last I mean, e i haven't got anything i mean you could throw in words like empowerment but this is kind of in many respects picking on words just to create an acronym but there's a bigger point at play here isn't there that one it's to you know it's a bit of fun and that's another thing, I mean, or is it, you know, don't assume, Paul, never assume that as humans, we kind of take life very seriously, do we? Yeah, well, I can, I can give you an E, and I think this is one of the more critical ones, is even-mindedness. Even-mindedness. Okay. Or lack of expectations. And really, the two the two go hand in hand. Yeah. So it kind of reinforces the point there. You know, just a bit of fun, as I keep saying, drum. You know, we've played with a few words. 
You know, are, are they going to be on, you know, a corporate organization's all time six lists of values? I very much doubt it. But, you know, the whole the whole art of conversation, connecting. I mean, that, you know, going back to the C word, because isn't that what first and foremost, when we talk about developing that love, that self-love, that love of others, it's about connection, isn't it? It could be. Could be connect, like you say, you know, self-love, connecting with, with your true self. Sure. As we come towards uh, the close here, Bill, firstly, I want to thank you for, for being present in, in all three of this, this mini-series. I've personally enjoyed it immensely. So thank you so much for being part of this, this podcast dance. And my pleasure. And I just want to invite, I mean, obviously, as you know, the format now, Drum, we're finished with a, you know, a big question. But before that, I want to invite you in again to share your contact details, how people can find out more about you, reach out to you, et cetera. Sure. Uh, LinkedIn, Drum, D-R-U-M-M, last name McNaughton, M-C-N-A-U-G-H-T-O-N. So... The big question then, Drum, obviously, as I say, we've done three, uh, three episodes now, listeners, out of, you know, whether it's from a, a young game changer perspective, an unsung hero perspective, or an insightful influencer perspective, Drum, what is the one message that stands out to you in your 24 plus years on this planet that you want to leave as a legacy for humanity? Be the best you can. That message has been consistent, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, do do the best you can. You're sent here for one purpose. Figure out what that purpose is and excel at it. Mm. Which kind of just goes to prove, listeners, doesn't it, that no matter what label is used, you know, young game changer, you know, insightful influencer, unsung hero, doesn't matter. The underlying message, the truth is the truth is the truth. The rest is just labels like clouds in the sky that will come and they will go. And on that philosophical note, all that remains now is to say, remember the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>